Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. It is great to have you with us today. It's easy to get exasperated with politics in this country, isn't it? We all know the deal. We're being bombarded with Republican this and Democrat that. Obama says one thing, Biden cries about Hunter, and Congress acts like they didn't know they had to reauthorize FISA more than a year ago. The new speaker plays the game and does what? He has 147 Republicans line up to vote to allow them to spy on American citizens. And it all just happens before they happen to take off on Christmas break. Boom, it's done. They didn't lay a finger on the deep state, the corrupt FBI and Justice Department, so it'll be round two next year. All politics pretend Republicans against the Marxists who pretend to be Democrats. The Iowa caucus less than a month away now, and things couldn't look any better for President Trump, and that means they're looking pretty good for you and me. President Trump is healthy, his message is getting great reception from the people, and his polling numbers are through the roof. Historic, in fact. In the latest Fox News poll, Donald Trump received 69% support from the Republican Party. That's up 7 points from November. It is up 26 points since last February. To put all of that in perspective, fewer than a third of Republican primary voters are supporting all of Trump's rivals combined, with 12% going to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, 9% for former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, and the rest to the also-rans. Trump's polling strength is resonating well beyond the primary field. Just yesterday, we found out Obama's terrified because he now believes that Trump will beat Biden. Well, that message has hit Biden. 
Biden is reportedly privately upset by his poor polling and has complained to his aides, who say he's wondering why his message isn't resonating with the American people. Really? Well, first of all, I don't know about you, I don't believe for a minute Joe Biden, the pretend president, has any questions about anything at all. That's just more disinformation from the White House, more propaganda, make-believe like Camelot, castles in the clouds, and a puppet in the turret. President Trump, at a rally in Reno, Nevada over the weekend, laid out the case against Biden and why he's being rejected by the American people. Mr. President, take it away. Ravaging your dreams, his sky-high energy prices are brutalizing your wallets. Our border has been erased. We have no border any longer. Criminals are running wild in our Democrat-run cities while Christians and conservatives are persecuted. And thanks to Crooked Joe's breathtaking weakness, the world is going up in flames. The world is laughing at us. They can't blame, I tell you what, they can't blame us. This is the USA. They're not blaming us. They're blaming him. He is a laughing stock all over the world. Our country is being laughed at. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are incapable of solving any problem. There's not a problem they've been able to solve. Crooked Joe is a low, you know this, did you ever hear this? Crooked Joe is a low IQ individual. And he is truly the worst, most incompetent, and most corrupt president in the history of our country. In fact, in fact, Jimmy Carter is very happy because he looks like a brilliant that was a brilliant administration by comparison to what you have right now. Very, very brilliant indeed. But with your vote in this election together, we are going to save America. We're going to bring back our country and we're going to bring it back from hell because that's where it's been. Biden isn't really wondering why his messages don't resonate. Everything he touches goes south. It crumbles because he's proved to Americans he flat doesn't care what the people think. He doesn't care what they think, you and me. And it's plain they're reciprocating. They don't much care for this puppet president, who's proved himself to be inept, corrupt, impaired, and, did I mention corrupt? President Trump is now leading Biden in the real clear politics average by three and a half points. It seems it's not just the American people who are rejecting Biden and his family. Former Press Secretary Jen Psaki on Meet the Press this week saying Hunter Biden needs to disappear for a while and stay away from the White House. Look, I think if you're sitting in the White House right now, you're like, please, Hunter Biden, we know your dad loves you. Please stop talking in public. Um, this is not helpful to any of them for him to be out there. But at the same time, the president loves his son. That takes precedent over anything else. That is appealing. I'm thinking of the woman in your focus group who talked about family. He loves his son. He loves his family. He's worried about his mental health. But yes, the White House would like him to probably go away right now. I tend to disagree with Pisaki. Hunter should keep talking, please and continue incriminating himself and his corrupt father. Imagine, though, imagine where we'd be if there were no Hunter Biden laptop. Think about that. And over in Europe, it appears that President Biden's administration has convinced the European Commission to go after Elon Musk. 
The Marxist European Commission initiating formal proceedings against Musk, former Twitter, called X now, for allegedly failing to comply with the European's Digital Services Act, also referred to as the DSA. The DSA put strict controls on social media companies to, quote, moderate misinformation. Oh, that's great. We're going to have the Europeans telling us what's true and not true now. The world's richest man is now under attack on all fronts. The Marxist Biden regime, the SAC, the Marxist EU Commission, it's all because Musk is the man who showed the world how to build electric vehicles and made a fortune with Tesla. He's effectively the U.S. space program. Without him, without SpaceX, no astronaut could get to the space station. Think about that. Billions upon billions of dollars, he founded as well PayPal with Peter Thiel. He made another fortune, founded Neuralink, the boring company that digs tunnels, as you might guess. And oh yes, there's OpenAI. He is one of the leaders in artificial intelligence. He's a co-founder. And he bought Twitter and turned it into X and made it clear he's all about free speech. That did not go over well with the Biden regime. So the Justice Department is now investigating X as well. And the Transportation Department is going after X also. To sum it up, Musk has run afoul of the international Marxist movement. And yes, I believe the Biden regime means to try to destroy him. And to destroy the whole country, for that matter. Remember when Joe Biden told us in 2020 that decency was on the ballot? That a vote for the Republicans was somehow a vote against decency? Well, he lied, and he lied a lot, as he did just about everything. Over the weekend, Senator Ben Cardin's staffer and a man who had appeared in a 2020 Biden promo was caught filming a gay pornography in a Senate hearing room, the same room that's used to question future Supreme Court justices, for example. The staffer has since been fired, but there are a lot of questions that remain. How did those two get access to the hearing room? Who was the other person in the video? Who found them? Were there any arrests? The footage was allegedly shared online in a private group for gay men in the political scene and reportedly appeared on a since-deleted account on X. The staffer also shared a slew of other pictures on that account. There's decency for you. The Republicans, as I said at the outset, giving the deep state authority to keep spying on them and on all the rest of us. Most importantly, all the rest of us. Let's bring in our guest today. He knows something about spying, and he knows something about being spied upon. Cash Patel has been spied on while he was the chief of staff of the House Intelligence Committee. He has considerable insight into all of this. He's the best-selling author of Government Gangsters, which I recommend to you highly. He's an attorney and a great American. Cash Patel, welcome back to the show. Let's get your thoughts first on Speaker Mike Johnson who obviously caved to the deep state and the Marxist Dems, giving them a FISA 702 renewal to spy until at least, well, next April. A license to spy. <laughs> well, Lou, it's always great to be with you, especially during the lead up to the holiday season. And I wish I had some Christmas Christmas cheer for your audience here. But, uh, you know, what I call this renewal on 702 FISA, just a basic breakdown. FISA is Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Tool. And we use it to manhunt terrorists. And 702 is just a component of it. And what happened is, no surprise, the FBI committed Russiagate 2.0 and illegally used FISA 
275,000 times to illegally target American citizens on American soil. And that's not Cash Patel or Devin Nunes saying it. That's the FISA court. The same guys that rescinded Rod Rosenstein's illegal surveillance warrant, FISA warrant, against President Trump. And here's the here's the real big problem, Lou. The FISA court found that it uh, the FBI illegally surveilled 24,000 groups affiliated with January 6th and 19,000 donors to a congressional campaign. Donors. The very weaponization of justice and its politicization has happened by Chris Ray's FBI. And all that Congress had to do was install the fixes that Devin Nunes and I laid out five years ago because this clause of FISA expires on the 31st and Congress in their typical fashion acted in a DC style, waited till the last minute and failed to agree on anything. So they extended the program for what is the equivalent of another year. So basically, Chris Ray was rewarded for breaking the law and he will be allowed to use this tool to rig another election against President Trump. Well, wait a minute, Cash. Uh, everybody said they just reauthorized it to April. <laughs> that it was just a short-term, uh, a short-term CR deal, uh, revisited in April. This, Did they that, just forget to tell us what year? <laughs> well, Lou, as you know, these swamp monsters speak in typical DC government cheese, and while they tell you they reauthorized it to April 2024, what they didn't tell you is the FBI and the FISA court have a are permitted to extend the surveillance for 702 till the end of the year with this four-month reauthorization. And who's going to stop them? Well, I, let me guess. It won't be the oversight committees, uh, the <laughs> Judiciary Committee. It won't be anyone in Congress right. because they no longer have the constitutional authority that our founders uh, envisioned they would. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in a... We're in a, I, I don't know what to call it, a crisis is too small a word mm -hmm. uh, and too, uh, too trivial. Uh, we're in now an emergency that the likes of which uh, I think is going to creep into every part of our society uh, within, the next, within the next year. And that is, I will remind everybody, an election year. This is not a good thing, is it, Cash? No, it's terrible. You think the American people would have learned the first time over and it's not the American people's fault. I should rephrase. You think Congress would have learned. This isn't a right-wing conspiracy. We're not bringing you information. The FISA court order that I cited is public. Lou, it's been out for a year and a half. And Congress has had the classified information underlying it for, I don't know, two, three years. And Chris Ray comes to the Hill and testifies under oath that the, the, the one cop who broke FISA has told Congress, I fixed it. Nothing to see here. We're doing more training. And now we catch his FBI agents literally using a foreign intelligence surveillance tool against political opponents and for uh, purposes surrounding free speech in January 6th. And every time the FISA court said each one of those surveillance um, targeting operations was illegal and it's not the Republicans that say it. So it's a monumental failure when you have essentially the referee that got caught in the last uh, election cycle. Um, rigging a warrant to illegally surveil Trump. Those guys are the ones telling the FBI they broke the law again and we gave them a reward. Let's see if we can get this sort of organized around what the American people really should be be told rather than what they're being told. 
One of the things that uh, they they brought up, and I'm hearing a lot of it on uh, left wing television, the MSNBCs, NBC, <laughs> all of that. But you know, they're talking about the insurrectionists again. They've started that chatter, and I think everybody has to understand who the real insurrectionists are. Mm-hmm. The people taking over the government, who tried to overthrow a president, uh, who tried to block a president's presidential candidacy. Uh, we're talking about the Marxist Dems. We're talking about the Marxists in this society who are trying to destroy the family. They're trying to destroy the nation. Uh, They're the insurrectionists. And I love it when we start hearing these uh, chattering, uh, I I won't say what I was going to say, when we hear these these people on MSNBC and uh, ABC News, wherever it is, chattering about insurrectionists. They're the insurrectionists. They're aiding and abetting uh, what was an attempted overthrow of President Trump and now an attempt to steal another election. Well, you're, well, look, you're absolutely correct. And the reason they're on the insurrection slash dictator narrative now, and it's no accident and it's no coincidence that a coordinated strike occurred between the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Atlantic, and every other major outlet you just cited. On the same day, they started calling Donald Trump. It's going to be a dictatorship. It's going to be an insurrection. They're saying that because they don't have a policy position to argue that's better than anything Donald Trump has put forward. They don't have something better for the border. They don't have something better for Iran or the economy or ending the wars or taking out the drug cartels. Donald Trump has the best agenda for it, and they're terrified he's going to come in and execute that agenda. So they resort to rhetoric and name calling. And here's what I ask them all the time. Dictator. Is Donald Trump the one that seized the FBI for illegal political purposes and rigged the presidential election? Is Donald Trump the guy that seized the military and stayed in power illegally in January 2020 after the last election cycle? Was it Donald Trump that ordered the military to do his bidding for political advantageous purposes? He didn't come anywhere close to becoming a dictator. They're just terrified that he's going to come in and finish the job of destroying the deep state and the swamp. And that that hurts them more than anything else. We're talking with Cash Patel. We're going to be right back and continue our conversation. Uh, And we want to see how does Joe Biden really, really stack up as a dictator? Uh, We'd like to examine that uh, more thoroughly. And I know you would as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
back now. We're talking with Cash Patel and Cash, uh, with many uh, credentials and uh, service to the country, uh, is, uh, I think, one of the most knowledgeable people about uh, justice, law, uh, terrorism, the military. He served as a top official in the DOD for President Trump. I want to ask you, have you ever seen anyone who approaches Joe Biden for authoritarianism? And I'm, one example comes to my mind, Cash, and that is the Supreme Court knocking knocking down the student loan uh, mm. program that he had ballyhooed for so long. And then, despite that, he goes ahead and has put out something on the order approaching $200 billion worth of relief under that program, ignoring altogether, thumbing his nose at the U.S. Supreme Court. Actually, Lou, you know what? I haven't even <clears throat> thought of it like that. And that's probably the best example I've ever heard. The, the, the United States Supreme Court issues a ruling that tells Joe Biden his executive order is illegal and cannot cancel that amount of debt at all. So what does he do as president? He comes in and says, I don't care. I'm going to cancel it anyway. That is what a dictator does. That is what happens in communist China and Russia and elsewhere. So you're absolutely right. And it's not just happening with the student loan program. His border policies are an example of a dictatorship for his benefit. He wants tens of millions of illegals here. He wants to give them voter ID. He wants them to vote in the next election because to him, by giving them all the freebies and allowing them to come here illegally and vote for him is the only way he's got a shot at winning the election. So now he's breaking the federal laws that secure this nation as president, all for a political purpose. Yet another example of Joe Biden being the dictator. And the only people that are suffering really for it are everyday Americans um, at their homes at night trying to feed their kids. And and people are starting to understand that right now in this country under Bidenomics, uh, there are a number of polls that are really interesting. But one, I think, is very important because my interest, uh, my primary uh, interest, I guess, journalistically is watching what is happening to our middle class, mm -hmm. working men and women uh, and their families, because I consider that to be the foundation of the American dream, where that dream resides and where it's most important to make certain uh, that it's not extended. Distinguished. But we have now more people, more people in this country living paycheck to paycheck than we have at any time since the, the Great Recession. Uh, it is deeply troubling and uh, it's getting worse. That many people living paycheck to paycheck and that many people right now on a knife's edge of moving into homelessness, which is which is, by the way, at the highest levels in over uh, two decades. It's we really got to find a solution here and very quickly. Well, Lou, I think, you know, look, the economy is not my forte, uh, but it certainly is one of your um, um, exceedingly exceptional points that you can articulate to the American people with your background. And I look at it this way. Why is it that we are giving one point two billion dollars, excuse me, one hundred and ten billion dollars to the Ukraine when we have fifty five thousand homeless veterans, some of which you were just talking mm -hmm. about in the United States of America? Why, why are we doing that when we have so many middle income American families struggling to feed their children? I don't look at it as uh, the big book of numbers because my brain can't compute that. But when I go to the grocery store and I'm paying six bucks for a carton of eggs and I'm paying twice as much for peanut butter and bread, I think of all the other people that use these basic food staples and yeah. their jobs haven't increased with this inflation rate. Most of them have lost their jobs. And 
and we want to reward Joe Biden with another four years that prioritize illegal crime over the protection of our middle class and our veterans. I'm, I'm just disgusted by the, the financial direction of this country. And, and, and I don't know, Lou, you, you probably know better than me. It might get worse next year. Well, it, it might. And a lot depends on the choices that are made by the American people over the course of the next year. Uh, it will also depend upon the choices made by the Republican Party. If Mike Johnson, the new speaker, continues to to uh, to appease the yeah. Biden administration uh, at the at the great cost to the American people, their privacy, uh, and frankly, I think to the to the foundation of the republic that is our constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're in real trouble. I, I want to get just very quickly your opinion of uh, Mike Johnson. Look, I've known Mike Speaker Johnson for, for a number of years. He was a quiet figure on the Hill, and he's a faith-based man who, who loved putting America first when I, when I was working with him. Unfortunately, I think he's been overtaken by the swamp that he has now risen to be the leader of, and the latest example is the FISA collapse. To me, we've been, we've been recommending and advising them on this for about a year and a half, and this total failure – uh, on that, along with the economic punting till next year on the on the on the debt limits on the CR stuff, it's just another swamp cave-in. And I don't know if he's going to be able to turn it around. I really don't. I like him personally. I'm just I'm just shocked by some of the uh, early decision making. Yeah, no, it's amazing to me how, at least uh, initially, how likable all these politicians are. You, you you'd almost get the impression they were practice uh, at being likable. Um, but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> uh, I once said to a fellow, ask him about another, I, I mean, I really respected his judgment on people. And I said, he's a really nice guy. And he was advising me on some things. And, and uh, this friend of mine said, well, you know, he wouldn't be much of a con man if he weren't likable, would he? <laughs> that is, that has stuck with me over the years. Oh, wow. But That's anyway. Uh, to go to uh, one of the most, uh, to me, difficult issues, and that is to discern whether or not 147 Republicans, how many of them are rhinos and how many of them are actually oh. Democrats and how many of them are just really members of the Uniparty? Too many. Too many is a problem. And I and I don't um, care about making any more friends on Capitol Hill anymore. I've probably made more enemies on the Republican side now than I have the Democratic. But we are losing our ability to execute accountability. We have a Republican majority and we're failing in FISA. We have a Republican majority and we're allowing the FBI and DOJ to conduct election rigging campaigns. We have a Republican majority and we're allowing Joe Biden to blow up our border and continue to or in illegal immigrants who will vote illegally likely in this upcoming election. And we have a Republican majority that allows Hunter Biden to come up to their end zone, spike the football in their home stadium, break the law and violate a congressional subpoena. And what do they do? They break for the holiday recess and go home. Do we not remember what the Democrats did to Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro for breaking or violating congressional subpoena? They prosecuted them, and these guys are still talking about whether or not they're going to, uh, you know, investigate Hunter Biden for committing a violation of the law. Well, the great thing is we hear from uh, Lindsey Graham this weekend that the uh, narrative has failed. Uh, the uh, impeachment narrative, just ignore that. This man, by the way, is uh, is on, from a different planet uh, and highly unlikable, by the way, a very unlikely politician, I must say. 
Uh, but to to look at what he is talking about uh, in the way in which he is just thumbing his nose at the Republican Party and embracing uh, the, the most corrupt president in America's history is uh, disgusting. I hope that all the folks in South Carolina listening to me um, will give me uh, uh, some support in this and primary and get rid of that fool. Uh, he's uh, certainly a, a awful awful representative for the great the great state of South Carolina. We're talking with Cash Patel. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. We're talking with Cash Patel. And Cash, I have to say... Lloyd Austin telling the the Israelis now, they've tried a few people, they tried the diplomats, and now they're going to try a singularly uh, undiplomatic fellow by the name of Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, telling the Israelis how they're going to fight their war. Uh, are you as disgusted with that uh, as, as I am? This Secretary of Defense was a disaster as CENTCOM commanding general. Um, he allowed a hostage operation led by our special forces to be tragically uh, defeated. Now he was installed as the Secretary of Defense. And when he was under Joe Biden, his first action to lead our men and women in armed forces was to issue a concept of operations not to protect the border, not to take out the cartels, not to kill terrorists and end the forever wars. But get this, Lou on climate change. The Department of Defense's number one priority under Lloyd Austin and Joe Biden has been climate change. Then that changed into diversity, equity and inclusion, and of course, white rage. And I, I almost say these things and people who aren't paying attention are like Cash and Lou must be crazy. He's just making stuff up. This guy and Joe Biden actually put together this National Command Authority plan for the United States of America. So I have no faith in this guy who has caused and been allowed to uh, watch two more world wars occur. He's now going to tell the Israelis how to fight. He's going to tell them a world war, which we under Joe Biden and Lloyd Austin's leadership missed, failed to see Iran, the world's largest state sponsor of terror, growing and bringing to our doorstep, essentially. And this man, Lloyd Austin, who refuses to effectuate the successful rescue of American women and children in a war zone being held hostage by our number one enemy in Iran. That guy I have no faith in. And it's it's tragic, Lou, because I want to cheer for him. This is national security. This is our military. And this is supposed to be our number one line of defense. And he has crushed it. A hundred attacks, just under a hundred attacks against our, our troops in mm -hmm. Syria and Iraq. No matter what they're doing there, I wish they were out. 
but under attack by Iran proxy groups, militias, uh, terrorist organizations. Mm -hmm. uh, Sixty-six of our of our troops have been injured, mm -hmm. wounded. Nineteen of them with serious brain trauma. What in the world is going on that we can't provide force security if we're going to put people uh, into into danger zones? Uh, call them what you will. I, I, this is and they just they don't even comment about it. They don't even react to it. We've got ships being attacked by Houthi missiles. I mean, and nothing. It's just another day at the uh, the National Security Council briefing uh, room. I, I mean, it's just a, so anger. I get so angry just thinking about their indifference well, uh, to the well-being of our troops. You're absolutely right. And the men and women on the front lines, those men and women are not to be um, degraded. They are the best of the best for us. Their leadership is a problem. And the mainstream media, I'll remind your audience, when President Trump, when we took out Qasem Soleimani, the Iranians targeted one of our bases and thankfully no one was injured. One time they did that. And the media went apoplectic since what is Donald Trump going to do? How dare he start a war, which never happened, of course, and no one was injured or died. And you just laid out a hundred attacks against U.S. military installations, causing severe casualty and damage to American personnel. And the mainstream media is giving them a pass because Joe Biden mm. is owned by the radical left and they want to defeat Donald Trump. This is they will. This is how this is how barbaric the radical left is in the media. They will allow the uh, the uh, sacrifice of our men and women in uniform to go unnoticed if it gives them political gain. And Lloyd Austin is leading that charge, and he had Mark Milley on the in his pocket doing it with him, and now he's just doing it alone with uh, President Joe Biden. And the American people should be in uproar over it, and they're not because they're more focused on what sort of footwear President Trump is wearing rather than what sort of foot to ass our country is being uh, utilized under. Well, President Trump is getting a, a wondrous thundering uh, <laughs> yeah. reception and rallies all across the country as the, the season is now well underway. Uh, whether it's uh, you know Nevada, whether it is uh, Iowa, uh, New Hampshire, everyone is responding powerfully to him. If anything, the crowds are bigger than they were in 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet, you know, it's interesting that some of these media polls are showing uh, various candidates doing better, including Nikki Haley. Uh, she's all the way up to 22 percent in one. Uh, I mean, what is this is just blatant, obvious uh, bias on the part of these news organizations and they're polling. It's push polling and they're getting what they push for. Don't you think? Well, I think you're absolutely right. Look, in, in my hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada, just this past weekend, Lou, President Trump and only President Trump can walk in with Kid Rock and Dana White to a UFC arena sold out of Americans of all stripes and have a, an explosion from the crowd. I mean, it is like 10 rock stars walking in one building at the same time. I've never seen anything like it. And that shows you and it showed me that individuals from all walks of life, including the fighters themselves in the cage, who publicly stated their support for President Trump as the right. only candidate that can win in 2024. To me, that tells me everything I need to know about how President Trump has been successful putting out his Agenda 47 throughout America, in Nevada, in Arizona, in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, everywhere else he's been. And I think America is starting to listen. And the reason we know it to be true is 
because the radical left-wing media has turned the page on the narrative. They are now not just personally attacking everyone in Trump world. They are creating the dictator narrative that we talked about earlier, because what are they going to say? Joe Biden, who can't walk from here to there, is going to get us out of war in Iran. Joe Biden, whose son is a felon and a beneficiary of the two-tier system of justice he created, is going to actually uphold the Constitution when it comes to the border and January 6th defendants. Now, people see the two-tier system of justice and Donald Trump is a machine. But what I have in terms of advice to the audience, forget the polls for now, forget Nikki Haley and all those people. We have to work twice as hard for President Trump if we want him to win in 2024. He may be up a lot in the polls now, but we got to keep going twice as hard because they're going to come at us with more and more disinformation campaigns. That's absolutely true. Sound advice. And also, wherever you are and whatever you, if you've got time and if you've got the ability, you know, get involved with your city council, get involved with the election uh, uh, office in your uh, in your town, your, your county, uh, in your state. Uh, be involved and be there because we're going to need a lot of eyes uh, on uh, in November uh, to make sure this thing goes right. And I and I hope, by the way, last question, uh, is the president going to get rid of Ronna McDaniel, please? <laughs> you know, Lou, I'm not the political wizard. Uh, I'm the national security guy, but I've seen the public respond to uh, Ronna McDaniel. And it's been, what, three elections now that we've uh, come up short on, essentially. And the the RNC is raising hundreds of millions of dollars and spending almost none of it um, across the country on election integrity and matters that are important to the Republican movement that Donald Trump has created. And I think it's it's long overdue for new leadership. I just don't know how you effectuate that change. The RNC to me is just an extension of the Washington, D.C. swamp. The Rhino Uniparty establishment owns a majority of it and they will continue on their way. And I bet you there's some of them over there in leadership that wishes Nikki Haley would become the nominee so they don't have oh. to deal with Donald Trump because yeah, they resent no, him so much. No, no doubt about it, Cash. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, she's their next, the establishment's next great hope. Uh, you know, and, and by the way, just like DeSantis before her and, and the list goes on. Uh, Cash, always great talking with you. We appreciate it. And yes, you are a wizard, not just of national security, but <laughs> anything you turn your mind and eye to. Uh, we appreciate it. Cash Thank Patel. You, my Thanks Merry so much. Christmas. Happy holidays, sir. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show is Dr. Carol Swain. She's an author, a professor, a great American, the current president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, plagiarized Carol Swain's work. Some of her writing, we'll be talking about that and a great deal more. Please join us each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And check out BlueDobs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.